Welcome to This Dad Reads, a bookish podcast spanning genres and fandoms. I'm your host, Jason, and it's the fourth annual Star Wars Podcast Day, so I'll be talking my favorite Star Wars books, breaking down the Bad Batch Season 3 trailer, and giving my thoughts on the newest book from the High Republic. What is going on, my fandom friends? I hope everyone is doing well out there. This is a very special episode of This Dad Reads because it is Star Wars Podcast Day. It is the fourth annual Star Wars Podcast Day celebrating 25 years since the first Star Wars podcast was released. I found out about this initiative pretty recently on social media and jumped at the chance to participate. Myself and I think upwards of like 90 other Star Wars podcasts are releasing episodes either today or within this week. And so I'm just really excited to join in and, you know, be a part of this podcasting community. Um, And especially being a book-focused podcast, I really wanted to make sure that I'm representing the Star Wars book community um, in in this initiative. And if there's, maybe there's some people checking out this show for the first time. So I'm really hoping that um, after today's episode, maybe I can inspire a couple of folks to join the Star Wars book community if you haven't done so already. Um, so that's that's kind of my goal, you guys. That's kind of my goal. So I figured um, th- since this might be the first episode that some people are listening to, I wanted to kind of introduce myself a little bit. Um, or reintroduce myself for those of you who maybe uh, haven't gone all the way back and listened from from the beginning. But again, my name is Jason. Um, my handle and the show obviously is called This Dad Reads. Uh, first and foremost, I am a dad. I'm a father. Uh, my wife and I have two kids. They are elementary aged. My son is nine years old and my daughter is six years old. So it is never dull or quiet or boring in my house. <laughs> there is always noise always something going on. Uh, My kids are full of energy and full of passion. I will just say that. Uh, If you are the parent of a child around that same age, you definitely know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, My life is pretty full on in terms of, you know, work, um, family, uh, obviously, my kids are in school, so uh, pretty much nights and weekends are the only time I get, you know, to myself and and having downtime. Um, and uh, you know, that's kind of the the way of adults, right? That's how it goes. Um, a little bit about kind of how I started, you know, in the Star Wars book world. Um, a little over three years ago now, I joined the Instagram community or Bookstagram, as it's called. Um, the High Republic Initiative was coming out, and that really had gotten me excited for. Um, all things Star Wars and books. And in the preceding year, so in the year, the pandemic year of 2020, I had decided in anticipation of the High Republic to read all of the canonical Star Wars books. I've been a Star Wars fan basically my entire life since childhood, but I never, or I tried reading a Star Wars book in elementary school, but I got very confused um, and basically never read a single one until that year, until 2020. Um, and just totally fell in love with a number of stories and authors. Um, and obviously, I really wanted to get them all read. That was my kind of goal in the pandemic to get all of the canon books read before The High Republic came out. Um, Expanded Universe was of interest to me, but uh, I didn't have that much time <laughs> to read that far back. Um, things have since changed. Um, 
And if you go back and listen to some of my past episodes, I have delved into Legends some, actually quite a bit, but um, I still keep up um, and have the pleasure of reading and reviewing Star Wars books um, as they are released now, which is super fun. Um, I also read a ton of Star Wars comics. I do not keep up on with as many of those. Um, I do keep up on the higher public, of course, but there's a number, number of titles that I still need to catch up on. Dr. Affer being one of those, Bounty Hunters being one of those. So those are kind of things that I'll go through kind of little spells, um, comic book spurts where I get into maybe one title and I, I'll probably try to get one read this year. But anyway, I just want to wanted to say that I do read Star Wars comics as well. Um, but that's kind of what it is. I also... Uh, I write reviews for TatooineTimes.com. Tatooine Times is an awesome Star Wars website that does lots of cool interviews with creatives, um, stunt people, costume designers, actors, um, authors. I've had the pleasure of interviewing authors as well and going to Star Wars Celebration. Um, I've really just come to really cherish and enjoy the Star Wars book community online. I've said this before. Um it's just a great bunch of people made so many great friends and had such a great time. And I feel like the star Wars book, um, kind of realm is it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite part. I've seen those pins and those stickers out there, those fan made pins that say that my favorite star Wars movie is the books. And that couldn't be more true for me. (laughs) So that's, that's a little bit about me. So, um, on today's special all star Wars edition of this dad reads, we're going to be talking just about Star Wars. Um, I don't talk solely Star Wars all the time. I read other things as well, and not just other book genres, but in other fandoms. You know, I like Marvel. I like Disney. I like Dark Crystal. There's a lot of fantasy uh, things that I enjoy. Obviously, Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm also a huge collector of things. So if you look at my Instagram, you'll see my shelves aren't only filled with books. They're filled with collectibles and figures and pins. Um, I'm a huge Batman person. Uh, so there's a lot of things that I love. I'm kind of a multi-fan, <laughs> um, but Star Wars is definitely up there for me. But that's all we'll be talking about today is all Star Wars. Um, another person I want to introduce you to and talk about is my droid pal, KC78. He's going to join me in just a minute. But KC78 first made his appearance in Star Wars The High Republic. Um, and he can be seen in the pages of some of the short stories and some of the comic books. And he has been gracious enough to come and kind of be my little helper droid pal. Um, almost every episode, we he helps me out and we we chat. So you will hear KC78 join me in just a couple minutes. Um, I always bring him on every single show. So just want to introduce you to him as well. So I wanted to definitely kick off this episode um, and talk about some of my favorite Star Wars books and some of the recommendations I always make when people ask where to start, because it's a very daunting thing to jump into the world of Star Wars books. Um, It's pretty daunting to jump into Star Wars period these days. It's not like there's only, you know, six movies out. Um, There's so much content out there. And at anyone's fingertips is just so much stuff. I can even say my son recently um, binge-watched The Mandalorian for the first time. Um, binge-watched as much as a nine-year-old can binge-watch with limited, you know, screen time and stuff. But now I was like, okay, well, you got to watch Rebels and you got to watch this and you got to watch that. And I just, it dawned on me how much Star Wars content there is for this little guy to that is just, you know, unexplored. And it's just like this wide open universe. And so it's the same thing with books. And so I get that question often. And I see this question discussed online often about where to start, what do I do? And so I'm going to go over some of my top recommendations of Star Wars books that I love and that I always recommend. 
The first book that I always recommend, and it's actually the first Star Wars book I ever read, is Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Now, I'm going to start this off by saying, Lost Stars technically is a young adult novel. And I'm going to say it right now, if (laughs) this dad does not discriminate when it comes to book genres or categories of books, any book counts. So, if you hear the words YA or young adult, do not turn off this episode. Do not, <laughs> do not shake your head at me. Uh, it is a valid genre, and Claudia Gray is a stellar author and a very kind and fun person to talk with, I will say. Um, Lost Stars is a great place to start because it has a lot of ties to the original trilogy, which I feel like any Star Wars fan is going to immediately just know. It's based off the movies. So it's a great jumping off point because it introduces you to two brand new characters with settings and other characters around them that are very familiar, but kind of take you off on their own journey um, over time. And it talks about their relationship and how the two of them make choices in the galaxy and how those choices influence their experiences. And that's all I will say for that. Obviously, no spoilers, but Lost Stars is an amazing book. I couldn't put it down the first time I picked it up. I actually did a reread of it last year and enjoyed it very much again. So that's where that's the first book that I read, and that's the one I always recommend. Second, I am going to recommend the entire High Republic publishing initiative. <laughs> and so I guess the easiest way to say that is to start with Light of the Jedi, by Charles Soule. It's the first adult novel in the entire initiative, and it kicks off the entire thing. It just catapults you into this whole new world. The High Republic, if you don't know, takes place about 300 years before the prequel era, when the Jedi are at, you know, the height of of everything. So there's Jedi everywhere. Um, they're, they're trying to expand, and they're looking into kind of the um, further reaches of the galaxy. They are at their peak, and there, you are just introduced in this book to a number of exciting new Jedi um, in just a, in a span of time that is just the possibilities are wide open. And it kicks off in a very exciting way. Immediately, there's like a problem for them to solve. And they, the entire book is just kind of a nonstop, you know, introduction to this whole world. And it's thrilling and amazing. And it can be at times overwhelming. There's tons of new characters. You have really have no idea where to start, but that's why I love it. Because it, it's a fresh start for everyone. Like you have, you literally don't have to have any frame of reference to know anything about this. Um, and I say the entire High Republic initiative, um, which is basically as daunting as saying there's like, you know, tons of animated series and live action shows to watch. But the High Republic is basically probably my favorite thing in Star Wars right now because it is an interconnected multimedia publishing initiative. So once you get into Light of the Jedi, you can jump into the middle grade books and the YA books and the comic books. And there's a manga and there's board books and there's so many things to enjoy and everything pays off if you read everything. So I know not everybody does read everything and there's always those questions always those questions of well should I read the YA should I read the read the middle grade what should I read what should I not read and my advice is to read everything cuz everything is enjoyable and everything is worth it. Um 
There's a lot, there's also a lot of questions because the higher public is set up in different phases. So there's phases one and two that have already been published and phase three just started publishing in November of 2023. And so having said that, phase two did a time jump kind of backwards and the creatives were inspired by episodes four, five, and six, and then jumping and doing prequels. They were kind of inspired by that and jumping back in time and telling earlier stories. And now phase three is jumping back to the quote unquote current timeline and is catching up with the characters that we were introduced to and fell in love with in the first phase. So all of that, I realize might sound kind of confusing, but... It's really cool. It's really fun. And like I said, because this is such a multifaceted effort, because there's comics, um, there's audio dramas, you really get a little bit of everything. And I can't even think of a single type of published work that is not represented in the High Republic. Um, And so seeing a variety of artists and authors um, just get to put their touch on these characters and in this world. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's literally a dream. It, it's, it's a fan's dream. Um, there's going to be things that you will probably love and things you won't like as much, but like I said, everything is worth it. And I guarantee you will fall in love with at least one character, if not more, because there's so many pockets of fans who already, you know, glomming onto a certain character or a relationship of characters or wishing that something's going to happen with a character. Um, There's also um, an animated series that's set in the High Republic, which is airing right now called Young Jedi Adventures. If you're a parent like I am and have kids watching some show you don't know, you might see Yoda in there. You're swinging a lightsaber around some little kids. That's also based in the High Republic. Um, And coming in this year, there's a new live action series called The Acolyte, which is taking place at the tail end of the High Republic. So there's just so much still to come and it's so worth it. And I could go on and on. I could probably do a whole episode. I've done whole episodes about the High Republic before, (laughs) but I cannot recommend it enough. The last book I... I'm going to choose to recommend. I'm going to save it. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and Casey is going to join me and we're going to talk about The Bad Batch Season 3 and I'm going to kind of roll in one of my other book recommendations in that conversation. So after the break, we'll talk about that. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Inkstone Books, an independent online bookshop specializing in signed and special edition fantasy and science fiction books. Plus, their quarterly subscription features signed and numbered special editions of the best new science fiction fantasy books on the market, all delivered worldwide. Guys, Inkstone Books recently released an exclusive limited edition hardcover of Star Wars Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void, the first ever hardcover from the Essential Legends collection. This edition is not only gorgeous, it's signed by the author, and that's Inkstone's specialty, bringing high quality collectible editions that sci-fi fantasy nerds like us will lose our minds over. Inkstone carries books from some of the most popular authors like Travis Baldry and Christopher Paolini. Plus, they have nonfiction and graphic novels too. Head over to inkstonebooks.com and check out everything they have to offer. And just for this Dad Read listeners, use code TDR5 to save 5% off your next order. That's TDR5 at inkstonebooks.com to receive 5% off your next order. So what are you waiting for? Go find your next beautiful addition to your bookshelf at inkstonebooks.com. And I am back and I am joined by none other than my droid buddy, KC78. Say hey to all my new friends, KC. 
Yes, I'm hoping to have kind of a live reaction discussion with you about the Bad Batch Season 3 trailer that just came out. I know, I'm really excited about it too. I've spoken about the Bad Batch on on the show before and I know we both know Star Wars animation has been a little hit and miss for me, which is which is fine, but I the Bad Batch is really good and I am excited to see how things wrap up. I'm glad that this is the last season. I feel like I I enjoy when stories are told kind of succinctly and we know what we have we know that this is the final season, right? Like we know things have to end. Um and man, that trailer was really cool and we, we'll talk about the thing I know we have to talk about, but first, tell me what you enjoyed most about it. Oh, I cannot wait for that part either. But let's just get to the part that I know that everyone wants to hear and talk about. Ventress. Ventress is back. What do you think? I, I don't even know what to say, dude. I don't even know where to go with this because... I mean, everybody loves Ventress. She's one of the coolest, you know, baddies in in, in the Star Wars world, but... All the Star Wars book people were kind of freaking out because if you have read the book Dark Disciple, Ventress does not make it out alive. If you don't know, um, the book Dark Disciple by Christy Golden, it's a published book based on um, some episodes that never aired of the Clone Wars. And this is what I've been saving. KC, you know, this is one of my favorite Star Wars books. I loved Dark Disciple. Christy Golden is a stellar author. She wrote one of my other favorite Star Wars books as well, Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. So I guess this is kind of a two for one. Like I recommend Christy Golden's Star Wars books, Dark Disciple and Battlefront 2 Inferno Inferno Squad. But Dark Disciple blew me away. It is it centers on Ventress and Quinlan Voss. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but I know that Dark Disciple recently, since the Bad Batch um, trailer came out, has been blowing up on Book Talk, on Bookstagram, and everybody's either rereading it or picking it up for the first time. So I would say, if you are as excited for the Bad Batch as KC and I am, pick up Dark Disciple today, read it ASAP, and you will be totally ready to dive into whatever storyline is going to happen with with Asajj. Um And there was a lot of hubbub very quickly because the book people in Star Wars, um, we've been burned a few times. There's some retconning that has happened, and this isn't super uncommon in the Star Wars fandom, but I feel like we take things extra personal because we love our Star Wars books, and they are considered canon, but sometimes other medium get other, get more preferential treatment, and sometimes things that appear on screen sometimes make changes, and I am of the opinion that everything can exist together. I try not to take too extreme of a view. I don't hold too many things too close to my heart. Um, To me, I try to keep things fun and entertaining, and it's all supposed to be for fun, right? So I'm never going to have that view of like, this is wrong, I give up, I'm giving up, I don't like this, you know, anger, I try to stay away from those things. So there was definitely some trepidation when um, Ventress made her appearance at the end of the trailer. Now, I will say that in the StarWars.com article um, with the showrunner and the creators, they did mention specifically that they are going to be honoring Ventress's story that took place in Dark Disciple. Also, I take everything with a grain of salt. We have no idea how the story is going to play out. We have no idea what type of story it's going to be. Is it flashbacks? Uh, what is what is it right like we have no idea so like that's part of the fun let's just wait and see and we will all i'm sure have our opinions by the time the <laughs> by the time the series comes out soon so definitely can't wait for that casey i definitely want to be talking about the bad batch with you um, when that series starts later in the year does that sound like a deal 
Hey, Casey, thanks again for joining my man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, so I'm going to jump into a segment that I do every single episode, which is called Last Current Next. I talk about the last book I read, the book that I'm currently reading, and the book that I am planning on reading next. So let's jump right in. So the last book I read was Escape from Valo by Daniel Jose Older and Alyssa Wong. This is the most recent release in the High Republic. It's a middle grade from phase three. It's the second novel in phase three that we have gotten. It came out on January 30th. As of this uh, episode being aired, my review is out and is published. But as of me recording this episode, <laughs> it has not been written yet. So I'm basically treating this segment of my podcast as kind of like my draft of my of my book review. So this is kind of an exclusive, you know, behind the scenes thing that I, I've never done this before on the show. I've never kind of talked through a book review before I've written it. So Escape from Valo is it really gave me similar vibes as a lot of Daniel Jose Older's other books have done. He's written a number of books in the Star Wars um, um, High Republic era and a couple other Star Wars books sprinkled throughout there. Um, it is a chaotic wild ride with tons of characters who have tons of personality and heart. Um, and this is the first time that I've, I think this is the first time he's co-written a book, at least in Star Wars. Um, and he and Alyssa did a great job. I honestly can't tell who did what. It's so, it's blended so well and it's so seamless. I, I, I can't tell which portions were written by who. Um, I, I don't know if they traded off chapters. I know um, I was watching a Star Wars Explained interview with them, um, and I know it was super collaborative, and they worked through a lot of things together, which obviously that's what you have to do if you're writing a book together. But it really honestly feels like one author, which I, th I think is a huge compliment. It's a huge compliment to me. Like It doesn't feel disjointed or like two people are have different styles. It merges really, really well. I really love that this is the longest middle grade novel that we have gotten yet in the High Republic era. It's thick, guys. It's like um 370 something pages, almost 370 pages. And granted, the format of these books, they're smaller, so each page hold, holds less words. But still, for a middle grade book, it's pretty chunky. And I honestly don't mind that. I just really like that the time and care was given to, you know, not just introduce each character, but also get to know them um, get to know their motivations and really get to see where the events of this book take them. So a lot, a lot happens in terms of character development. Um, plot wise, it's a pretty standard, I don't want to say standard, it's a pretty straightforward plot. It's still middle grade, so it's not too, um, it doesn't kind of include too many POVs. There are a lot of characters and a lot of things going on, but it's all centric around one storyline. Another element that I really loved about Escape from Valo is it's High Republic Phase 2 Connections. If you uh, have read the High Republic Adventures last year, there are a number of familiar faces that uh, make their debut on the page, on the written page, and I really liked that. Um, if you are an Easter egg person, um, I know I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans are Easter egg people, and you know, I will admit that is not a strength of mine. But when it comes to the High Republic and books, I really love that there's just sprinkled little treats sprinkled throughout everything and there are plenty of phase two treats sprinkled throughout some of them are very obvious and clear and some of them are more like oh wait that sounds familiar i might need to go look that up and it's really satisfying when that happens so i really love that 
The biggest thing I think I loved about Escape of Valo is this continued exploration of the theme of attachment and what that looks like to the Jedi in this era. I was recently listening to my friends Johnny, Dan, and Chelsea on the Star Wars Book Community podcast talking about... Um, the, they were doing a discussion on The Eye of Darkness by George Mann, which is the first book from Phase 3. And they the part that they talked about in terms of attachment was my favorite. Um, and Johnny mentioned it too, because this theory came up in a live stream I hosted in December with some uh, book community folks. But there's a theory floating around out there that the reason why the Jedi of the prequel era are so um, anti-attachment and have such a strong stance on it is because of something that happened in the High Republic. And there's thoughts, and I'm, I'm tending to agree, that the end of this High Republic initiative is going to have some sort of big event that basically forces the Jedi to say, no more attachments, cut it off, no nothing. You cannot have any sort of attachment ever. In Escape from Valo, attachments are explored more, and especially from like a younger perspective, it was really cool. Um, there's obviously some kind of romantic attachments that start to happen, but also just like friendship attachments. And um, Ram, Joma Ram is uh, front and center in this book. He was a, he's probably one of the older Jedi now in this era, and he's overseeing some initiates who have basically survived a catastrophe on the planet. And he basically just warms to them and realizes that a mentor leader role is something that he enjoys, I think. And he really um, he really starts to see that having ownership and taking ownership and taking responsibility for others is something that he's maybe not only good at, but actually also enjoys. And I think there's a part, some of that is, is the attachment of it all. And I feel like some part of him is kind of like, oh, that's weird. I, I shouldn't feel this like, it, I, I shouldn't feel this bonded with these kids, but I really do. Um, and I just, this theme is so fascinating to me because, you know, a lot of the Jedi are aliens, but obviously they're all sentient beings, but, and so everyone has feelings and everyone has emotions and it's really unhealthy to deny those things, obviously, right? But in the world of Star Wars and in the realm of the Jedi, I, I really struggle with that notion of like, to be a good Jedi, you can't have any attachments. Um, and I really like how in the higher public they, they do acknowledge that they're not saying that you can't feel emotions or you can't you can't have attachments, but um, having a healthy relationship with them um, and keeping everything in balance is really the most important part. Um, after reading Escape from Balo, I'm I'm really kind of thinking that this theory really has some can hold some weight. Um, just seeing how these kids are going through their experiences and how you know working together and actually having attachments can actually be a good thing so i'm really curious to see where everything kind of goes i know that the avar and elzar relationship is something that i think a lot of us who have been following along with these stories i want to see them in love i mean come on who doesn't you want you want them to get together and so if their love and if you know the jedi having attachments is what changes things for them in the prequels then so be it they, it makes for amazing stories it makes for great books I'm all about it. So like I said, as of this episode's release, my full review of Escape of Allo is now published on thisdadreads.com. So definitely go check that out to uh, read my fully fleshed out, fully formed thoughts and opinions and what star rating I gave Escape from Valo. 
The book I am currently reading is The Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien. Technically, this is a reread. Um, my buddy Justin hit me up and we are doing kind of a Tolkien um, buddy read for as long as it takes. We're going to read as much Tolkien as we can this year. I've um, been sitting on the Silmarillion edition from 2022. That's gorgeous. It has these nice lime green sprayed edges and it's so pretty. It has like cool Tolkien original art in there. So also, sorry, not sorry. This is the only non-Star Wars topic that will be in this whole episode. So, <laughs> um, but it's Tolkien. It's still, it's still nerdy, right? Um, so I started that recently. I'm going to take my time with it. It will probably take me a minute. I have read it once, like I said, but I'm excited to dive in again and jump into the world of Middle Earth. The next book I'm planning on reading is Defy the Storm by Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland. It is the first YA book in the High Republic Phase 3. It is literally sitting right next here, right next to me and my table here. I will probably be actually reading it concurrently with The Silmarillion because I cannot wait. That book comes out in March. I'm really hoping that I can have Justina and Tessa on the show and talk to them about it. Uh, Path of Deceit, their YA book from Phase 2, is one of my favorite books in all of the High Republic, so I cannot wait to jump into this book. It's another thick one. It has an amazing cover by Corey Brickley, which it's awesome. I can't wait to see what Vernestra's up to. I think they're trying to find Imri. I know he's still, you know, uh, missing and maybe dead. Um, some of you who haven't read High Republic yet might not know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> it's really exciting. I cannot wait to dive into Defy the Storm. If you're a first-time listener to the show, welcome once again, and I really hope this episode inspires you to jump in to Star Wars books um, in some manner, in some sort. Um, if you're a parent, go pick up a Star Wars book for your kids. Start reading them together. It's a great way to, you know, share a love for the franchise with your youngling, the younglings in your life. Give me a follow on all the social media platforms out there. Instagram, Threads, X, I can be found at This Dad Reads. And if you're really feeling the love, I'd hugely appreciate it if you could review my show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me and helps the show out. So once again, happy Star Wars Podcast Day. I'm so excited to be a part of it this year, and I hope to participate again in the future. Um, I hope that you also go maybe find some new Star Wars podcasts to listen to and make some new friends out there. Until next time, my friends, take us out, Casey. Thank you so much for listening. For more of my content, visit my website at thisdadreads.com for full book reviews, interviews, and articles. Follow me on socials at thisdadreads on Twitter and Instagram. This Dad Reads, the podcast, is produced by Erevis Industries and me. Special thanks to my editor, Jeremy Tuttle, and Tacoma Media for the use of their song Bounce. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. Catch you next time.